This is the EMG Podcast Spotlight Interview with your host, Mike Salpal. Sammy Gambuza, where to begin? Sammy feels like the sister I never had. She's that rock-solid friend that I would want a foxhole with me, and those around her know why. She's resourceful, responsible, nurturing, has a quick wit, and is fiercely loyal. Truth be told, I admire and look up to her in many ways. On the stage, she's a monster performer and vocalist. Her attention to detail, coupled with all of those little intricacies of singing, result in the total package of a seasoned musical pro. So in this interview, I get a chance to sit down and talk with my friend Sammy about what brought her to the stage, what she loves about it, and all of the things that make her cityscapes Queen Bee. Let me tell you why I hate interviewing singers. Why? Because you all have fantastic radio voices. No. And no, it, it really upsets me because then I listen to my voice and I'm like, this is super nasally and it's not fun. Yeah, yeah. And you uh-huh. are always singing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm here with the one, the only, Miss Sammy Gee, how are you, girl? I'm good. I'm good. You know, right before we sat down, you said, I'm nervous. I am. I'm a little nervous. Why? Because, number one, I've never been really interviewed like this. Okay. Number two, you're really good at it. Thank you. I've listened to a few. You know what you're doing. And I have no clue what you're going to ask me. But, hey, we could just delete (laughs) it if we don't like it. (laughs) No, yeah, but that's the magic. We're not going to delete it. Okay, all right. So, um... I'm not as nervous anymore, you see? What? (sighs) Good. Okay, you're breathing? You good? Yeah, I'm better. Look, don't be nervous. There's no. nothing here to be nervous about. Okay. What is your biggest insecurity in life? Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, wow. That'd be some hell of an opener, huh? If you can feel my heartbeat right now, I'm like, eh. All right. So, uh, I always ask everybody to start, who is Sammy G in a soundbite? Okay. Sammy G is a lot of different things. First of all, I am a really good friend. I'm a wife. I'm a good sister, a good daughter. I'm a great multitasker. Um, I'm a yogi, mermaid loving <laughs> girl. I got it. I'm being honest. I love it. And I love being the singer in Cityscape. That's me. Oh, and I'm a music teacher. You don't <laughs> oh, know. Oh, by the way, yes. I like teaching children music. Interesting. So you uh, wear a lot. That is a very long soundbite. But it's yeah, a sound bite and it's I good. didn't know if I maybe I should have sang something. No, I'd say Sammy it's... G. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know like what kind of sound bite you wanted. We are already off to the races. I Is love this. Is it okay? This. Yeah, Is it's it fine. Good? Okay. So knowing you intimately, I would say that you hit the nail on the head. I would agree with all of those things that you said. Okay. okay. Why do you like Mermaid so much? I don't I think it started back like what, early nineties when Little Mermaid came out. You were just hook, line, just... and sinker for the merms. And now it's more like a soothing thing like when I think of mermaids I think of like calm and peace and creativity and I just like I, it just makes me happy We, I tease Sammy all the time that she I would venture to assume if I could put my eyes in her head she sees the world as Muppets you know yes right that's you all the time I love yeah, it always just, happy always singing I just I try to be have you been that way your whole life I think so yeah I'm gonna be honest yeah yeah. Little kid, just always singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was that weird one that was like in the backyard, just like walking around by myself singing. 
real, really. But you do that now too. Yeah. 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 Like you came in today to the office and you were like, hello, happy Monday. Yeah. I don't know if it's like, oh, it's just me being myself. Yeah. I, no, I love it. Yeah. It's great. A little awkward at times, a little, a little uncomfortable probably for other people, but. Yeah, we all are. We're all uncomfortable in our own right. Yeah. At least we own it, you know? It's fine. So tell me about your upbringing. Tell me what got okay. you into music. All right. Well, I came from a really musical family mm-hmm. and I kind of grew up with my dad always, um, you know, he was playing on the weekends. He had a big family that would always play like Sundays, like I was surrounded by music and um, um, I have two brothers that are younger than me. One's really close in age. Mm-hmm. Other one's like six years um, younger than me. Um, very big Italian family. Uh, grew up in a small town. Um and that's pretty much my life, my younger life, you know? Yeah, I think of everyone that has sat here and all of the musicians in our network, mm-hmm. you and I have the most similar um, background in terms of our relationship with music when we were kids. Yeah. Because my dad and your dad followed very similar paths. Mm-hmm. They're not schooled, trained yeah. musicians. Music was a way that brought our families together. It was like the weekend thing to do. Um, pretty much everybody else here has didn't have that right. experience. Um, so we understand, we speak a lot of that mm-hmm. same sort yeah, of language. It was normal for my dad to be, okay, I'm going out to play and, yeah. or I'm having band practice. So I just grew up in that lifestyle. Yeah. And, and then, the thing that I always say is it, where you and I are right now was a very, it feels to me a very natural progression totally. yeah. for everybody else. It, it was, it, to me, it looks mm-hmm. like an unnatural. Like, yeah. did you realize that you were going to be working events every weekend and right. this is what you were going to do? Yeah. And when I was a kid, I don't know if you found this way. I was like, yeah, of course I knew that right. was what I was going to do. Yeah, I remember recently I asked my mom, I think you like asked for like a picture of me like when I was younger. Yeah. And I mean, for you, you're like Mr. Content. You have, I don't know anyone else like you that has amazing contact <laughs> yeah, when you just, were like five. But I asked my mom, I'm like, hey, do you have any like pictures of me like singing when mm-hmm. I was little? Or And she's like, to be honest, like you always were all the time. So it wasn't like, oh, let me take out the camera. It's like, like does that make sense? Sammy being like, Sammy again. Yeah. You know. Like, so I just was always around it. You know, I knew I wanted to take voice lessons. I knew I wanted to play piano. I knew I wanted to be in the school play. It just, it was just a so part of my life. So when did you start? Like, when was the first time you opened your mouth, you sang something and realized that somebody, whether it be a friend or somebody older, whatever, looked at you and said like, oh, she actually is good. She can sing. I think young probably like kindergarten is when my family realized it but when i realized it was probably not until like fourth or fifth grade Mm -hmm. because that's when like i tried out for the musical and there's always that fear too though that after you go through puberty that your voice changes right so even if you're a good singer when you're a kid doesn't really mean anything yeah and a woman's voice doesn't stop growing until you're like 30 so it's like and even then i I mean i still think i'm learning about my voice and Mm -hmm. things change but yeah i think i would have to say like fourth grade i remember auditioning for a musical it was pocahontas and i remember like the tryouts and the older kids so like eighth or ninth graders were listening the big kids you know only a few years older but they were like hovering around me they're like oh my god sing it again sing it again and that's when i was like shit like can i sing like is this cool like should i do this am i cool am i cool like <laughs> should i go for the lead and hey yeah i got pocahontas nice little pocahontas yeah that was my breakout role um what how did you transition then because unlike me you mm-hmm. followed the music route uh formally in mm-hmm. your education right yes. so you went to uh, college for it. Yeah. So talk us through a little bit of that decision and and that was that how was, you found yourself. There. Yeah. Well, in high school, I knew I always wanted to 
go to school for music. Once, you know, like you get into high school, you start thinking about college. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm definitely going to music school. I was a great student, but like I really had to study, really had to do it. That wasn't like my forte. Mm -hmm. I was like, I know I'm going for music, whether it's performance, whether it's music therapy. At one time, yeah, I wanted to like sing for, you know, hospitals like just like saying to like tip and so, so i don't know sing anywhere i was just like anyone I'll, who will I'll listen learn, yeah learn different weird instruments whatever yeah and then i was like let's go to music school let's do this but during high school i was writing a lot of music and i was working with producers and i was doing that whole thing so i was like uh oh, maybe i just want to go for performance was your goal to quote unquote make it yeah, of course. I think every performer goes through a time in their life when they're like, I just want to be the next star. And I tried that. I got through it. I was very realistic throughout the whole time doing it mm -hmm. because I saw the other side of it where you could be professionally in the industry like I am right now mm -hmm. and make good money and love what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So I was always realistic about it. But then when you have like a whole team, they're like, oh, yeah, like you're going to make it. You have to be in that goal. How that did vision. you get that team? Like, what? Yeah, how did you I get? Sang, we never talked about that. Yeah, it was a really awesome time in my life. But it was like all through high school. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't really in high school in classes a lot in my junior and senior really? year because I was in the city recording all the time. Um, one of my cousin's friends that was in um, was like a talent scout mm -hmm. and working for a it was actually a dance music company more like yeah like techno like uh -huh. stuff like that yeah, 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 yeah. which really doesn't work for my look and my vibe but they were looking for new artists he heard me i came in i i remember i was like 16 mm -hmm. went to the city met with him he loved my voice i immediately started with working with producers that i'm still in contact today they're great guys and i was so young they were writing music for me right. i just like saying whatever they gave me wouldn't fit really me or <laughs> yeah. my style at all. But I was like, let's do this. Let's try this. So I did that for like two years. And then I remember graduating high school and I was like, do I want to just like keep going for this dream mm -hmm. or do, do I do both at school? Do I just like forget about that and then just study? And I'm really happy and blessed that I went with my gut and I decided to go for music education and, you know, still be in such an environment where I could like still grow and write my own stuff, meet other musicians. Right. That was the best part that I didn't feel like I was giving up my dream. But you stopped more formally like going down that yeah, road. Yeah. And I just, I was like, no, Hey, I was like, I could still do this. And I, I always wanted to be a teacher mm -hmm. in some way because music teachers growing up weren't always the best mm -hmm. for me. And I I'm, had a di very yeah, different like experience. From, you had great music teachers? No, I had the worst music teachers. Yeah, that's teachers. what I mean. They right. were they, Oh, okay. I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. weren't always the best. Yeah. Um, you know, from my private teacher, you know, telling me like I was like bringing in like Celine Dion, can I learn my heart mode go on? She's like, "No, we can only do classical." To like right. you know, voice teachers telling me, "Ah, you don't really can't really train this way. You don't really have a good voice." So, like, I <laughs> Thank I've, you. Yeah, or like <laughs> even like, yeah. So, um I'm happy that I went to college for music education and mm -hmm. I obviously did performance as well and continued. That. So let's follow that path yeah. uh, through you coming out of college now, or maybe I guess you must have still been in college. How did you get into our current event, wedding, corporate event industry? Talk cool. us through that. I sang at my cousin's wedding. I sang her first dance mm -hmm. at the Florentine Gardens. Which is a venue here in New Jersey. Yes. Right. Um, and the music... Um, I guess director there heard me singing and was like, I need you in my band. 
And that was started my life of singing in wedding bands. So. And so you joined I was the super, I house was like, band there. Uh, yeah, right. I was I was like 19 when he heard me sing. Mm-hmm. And he was a little nervous about me, me starting that young. Right. Um, I was just finishing, yeah, I was in college. I was just finishing up my last year or whatever. So he waited until I was like 20, turning 21, mm-hmm. I remember. Um, and I was with them for like, 10 years? Yeah, so you racked up a tremendous amount of experience there. Yeah. Yeah, I was so green and new and shiny <laughs> then in, <laughs> in a different way. You're still and shiny. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Like, ah, I still want to be shiny, I hope. Um, and that was, it started, I saw a lot of different things, met a lot of musicians, learned about my voice, learned about different styles of music because, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up listening to certain things and I grew up liking different things. And then when you're in a wedding band, you need to know it all. Right. And um, that was really great. I'm, I'm, I wish it started a little earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just feel like... Well, I, you were 19. I mean, how much earlier I don't could know. it have started? I, I'm like, I just wish it was young. I wish I was... I wish I learned instruments younger. I wish I practiced more. There's so many things. Well, yeah. We all have that, right? Time. We need time. time. There's not enough time in the day. So... um. You're married to Tommy. Yeah. My business partner. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about Tommy. Oh, Tommy. <laughs> I have, you two are so in love. Yeah. It's so refreshing. You, <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, you're gushing right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm gushing a little bit. That's funny. That's yeah. very nice. Yeah. So you and Tommy uh, have the, you're the the matriarch and patriarch here of EMG because oh. you're the you're the queen and the, the king bee. Okay. Um, th- your relationship with Tommy mm-hmm. was kind of born out of music as well. Yes. Right? Yes. Talk us through it. Yes. My brother and um, him used to DJ together, had worked together, mm-hmm. and we were out one night, and I met him, and from then, he asked me out, and we just, it just worked. We he, both... Yeah, he never misses the opportunity to, to make it abundantly clear that you kissed him on the first date. I did. Yeah. I did. I was Look like, at you. It was... Aggress. So aggressive. So um, the reason why I bring it up Mm -hmm. is because you have this great relationship and it's uh, still kind of always centered around music Mm -hmm. to a detriment to the point where sometimes everybody's schedule doesn't kind of jive up. But um, that is how you got to Cityscape. Yeah. Oh, I'm so blessed. Right? So my band is here. Um, We were auditioning new female singers and Tommy called and he wasn't my business partner yet, but he called and he said, hey, my wife sings. You want to test her out? And it was like, Oh, no. Oh, no, shit. Because what? And I told him not to say anything. I said, don't. Because I'm one of those, I love going on auditions. Oh, you're sick. I hate it. I'm weird. Oh, I hate it. And I saw videos of you guys and Tommy's like gushing because he like loved you guys from, he's like, you're going to love them. They're so cool. Um, And I'm like, all right. I'm like, oh, can I audition? (laughs) So you knew we were looking for a singer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to audition so bad. And he's like, all right, do it. I'm like, don't say that I'm your wifey. <laughs> so I can't believe he actually No, he said did. It. He was like, oh, my wife sings, and I think she's pretty good. And I was, oh. so I was like, yeah, of course. And I hung up the phone, and I remember talking to Mike, and I went, oh, no. What if she's not good? What if she sucks? And how am I going to tell this guy who we work with now, like, nope, sorry. Well, that's why I was like, even if you just need, like, a sub, like, just for a couple weeks yeah. until you find a new chick, because I didn't want you guys to think I was like. So you come to audition. Yeah. You showed up early. I always show up early. Which I loved. Uh-huh. Um, 
met you, you came in within like the first 10 seconds of you, less than, probably on your first note, I was like, oh, this is her. So you got done, you sang Domino, that was your first song. Yes. And uh, you finished, and there was like three or four more songs. I was like, we don't have to waste time with that. You want to do this? Yeah, (laughs) I was like, you're like, what? What? Huh? So what drew you to the band initially? In, in comparison to what you, because you were in a band, you had weekend jobs, you right. had all of that. So what was the draw? I remember seeing your your video and just the music you did. You mm-hmm. guys had the mashups. I heard, remember watching you rap and just, I was like, oh, this is so fresh and and just doing different styles of music. Sometimes when you're in a house band, you just have a set and that's your set right. for years. And that's what was happening. And vocally, I, I, I like challenge and I, I wanted to grow mm-hmm. and change. And where I was, it, that it wasn't. I, yeah, it was just stagnant. I wasn't growing. I was singing the same songs every weekend. And that's not me. Like, I just, I need to learn something new. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this, you know, even if I could just like work with them for a few gigs, like it would be so much fun and I would learn more about my voice and, and get then we to meet just stole more. You. Yeah. And then more <laughs> music. Exactly. Yeah, and then I just took it. And then I was like, I, this is the only band I want to be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So that let's talk a little bit about Cityscape. Yeah. Um I've talked about it with uh, Remy, who sat down in this chair. I've oh, talked about it with my Mike. Remster. Right. Tommy talked to me about it. Mm-hmm. What is your outlook? Because you are like you are the band's biggest cheerleader. I say I'm the band's biggest fan. You're the biggest cheerleader yes. of the band. Um, what is it specifically that you love or that you've found different about this band than your other musical experiences? Okay. I think it would be because we just like have each other's backs, like on stage and off stage. Mm-hmm. And that's special. I've worked with a lot of singers that and musicians that are like, uh, Hey, if you mess up, like you're the one like looking bad on stage. And I just noticed that with our band, like if I forget a word, Remy has my back. If you forget a note, we like, it's just. Which is often. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) It's just, it's something special. We just, when we're on stage together, I think, of course, it because we're such great friends, that's special. Um, But it's just different feeling when I'm on stage with you guys and. Yeah, well, I'd have to say from the musician. So for people who are listening, um, I'll give guys a sports reference here. If you're like a big baseball fan, mm-hmm. um, it, there are players and there are pitchers. And yes, they're all on the same team, but the players and pitchers is like the pitchers think they're above everybody. That's lead singers. And yeah. the rest of the team are the musicians. Uh-huh. And there's always this animosity. And yeah. I think that there is none of that between you and Remy and no, the rest of the band. It's and, so refreshing. And we, we, I think everybody loves that. Yeah, you know? it's so refreshing. Because I would, I would always be so paranoid. Like, And even when we first started, like you still have that feeling like, oh, are they, are they thinking I'm not good today or whatever? It's just, we're just such a team up there. And I, not many... Fans have that. Yeah, no, we are. We all hang out. We're all friends. We've yeah. talked about that, which is true. Um, I think I'll say two things. I'll say first, I have a quote on this podcast, an earlier episode, saying there's nothing like a cityscape dance floor. Mm. And you have a lot of experience through Tommy's eyes, working mm-hmm. on DJ jobs, working mm-hmm. with other wedding bands. Am, am I, I'm right in You're that, right. right? There's You're nothing right. like it. I've Listen, I've never seen another band go out like we did this weekend to the bar and <laughs> sing to them and pull them into the dance. So we had a Sunday afternoon wedding this weekend and you know, it's Sunday. It's like stark white in there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so bright and it's, t- it's tough to get a party gro- going. And we were playing um, a Motown set, which uh-huh. we love. 
and the dance floor was completely empty. And the bride and groom were taking shots with their friends over at the bar. Yeah, and they were like having a blast, but they were just like towards yeah. the and side. And I looked at everybody you know? and I was like, we're going to them. Yeah. And so everybody who was wireless, uh, six of us went over and we mm-hmm. just started playing to them. And at first it was like a showpiece and people were like, mm-hmm. oh, this is cool. And pulling out their phones. And then <laughs> we ended a song tight and we started, I want you back. And I was like, we're going to the dance it was floor. So great. You know. And uh, yeah, we just, I feel like everybody understands there's that performance mm-hmm. element. I never, my favorite thing is when we go out in the crowd and like, I'll see the people be like, oh my gosh, yeah. like, you're so good. They're like talking to me while I'm singing. Yeah, it's yeah. My favorite thing, because sometimes you scare them and come from behind and they're like, oh. I like when they have that look of like, I've never seen anything yeah, like this like, before. Yeah, like, I can't yeah. believe you're down here singing. That's what I see on their face. And I, that's the best feeling ever. Yeah, we're like, loose. We're real loose on yeah. stage, which I think is helpful. And even me and Remy, the other weekend, we uh, we were like talking to a friend like during an instrumental break. Uh, one, yeah. one, they were like, "Oh, I'm getting married. I want to, you know, I want you guys." And we we're like, "Yeah, you can find us here, here." Like, <laughs> like I just think having that type of feeling yeah. and experience is. I've never seen another band, and I've never experienced it before. So it's like pure gold. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. And I think central to that is your chemistry with Remy. And I think from a vocal standpoint, over the last year and a half, you guys start to do each other's runs. Oh my gosh. Adding harmonies to it now. It's beautiful. I am so happy. I feel like I've learned so much from him. And I hope like I shared some Mm -hmm. stuff with him too. It's just, it's so great to be able to learn vocally we get to a point where like we know exactly where we place our voices in certain songs. Yep. If I need something to sound brighter, he could match me. It's it's crazy. Do I've you never guys talk about those things or does it just happen? No, we just look at each other and we'll just be like, he knows like if I wink to him or he could just see in my face where I want to sing something. Yep. And same with him. It happened so much this weekend, too. I was just like, yeah, that, it's, it's that's so, why it's helpful that you're always out together and not just mix mashing, you know. It's so yeah. I'm so happy because that's hard to do. Like I said, a lot of singers are so like competitive and they don't want to help you out. So I've been on gigs where they're like, oh, you're not feeling it today. Well, you're the one that's gonna look silly on stage. Like I'm not. I hate that. And it's that's such an old it's school so, mentality. Yeah. I hate that. So it's just such a blessing that he's. We're just always there for each other vocally and just. The whole time at the gig. And he's so professional. Yeah. And I love that. And so blessed to have that. He's my teammate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting emotional now. Oh, I love it. So in the band, um, as many of you I'm sure probably don't know, Sammy is the the mother hen. You put up oh. with a lot of boys. <laughs> a lot of boys. You're all my babies. And she brings a bag called Big Bertha to mm-hmm. every gig. And it's stuffed with all types of snacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though we're eating at cocktail hour and dinner, we you all are ravenous. Know. Yeah, we're ravenous. Sometimes setting up, sometimes yep. breaking down. I need to make sure you guys are ready to go. That's right. And as I always say, you're an old Italian lady in training. Yes. Because there's that like, should have been in my soundbite. Uh, yeah, you are because there's always like tissues at the ready. There's like Lorna Dunes for uh-huh. some reason. I have. Every medicine. Every medicine um, known to man. I have like a towel in there just in case. I also have backup ties for you guys just in case if wait, you forget. Wait, wait. You have a, a towel in case what? A shower I breaks know. out? Yeah. If you're sweaty, I don't know. <laughs> just this old Italian spills. lady in training. I love it. Yeah. Love it. I also have an extra drumstick for your brother. Yeah. Just one though. Just one. So it's also a it weapon when I walk back to my car. Smart. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, <laughs> so what do you, where do you see yourself um, with singing over the next 10 years? What okay. do you want? That's a great question. I don't want to stop. Okay. That's one thing. 
Um, that's a hard question for me. <laughs> I definitely see myself still working with Cityscape mm-hmm. and singing, but I, there's so many different things I could be doing. I, I, you I could just be doing it. I definitely see myself doing weddings still. Mm-hmm. Maybe cocktail. Maybe I'm the cocktail chick. We, why are you Why are you leaving weddings? Why are you going to cocktail chick? No, cocktail hour at weddings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I experienced it recently with Barry, that and was good, I love right? it. Yeah. It was so fun. I haven't done that in a while. All those like jazz standards yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Uh, definitely learning more stuff, experiencing more genres. What's um, your favorite thing to sing? Either either song or like genre-wise. I really like singing jazz, and we don't do it often. And right. I, I don't do it often because I'm not in a jazz band, but I really love it. It's one of my first loves of singing Mm -hmm. Um, why is it is it a a challenging thing or you like you sort of the vocal technique that's yeah i like just it being improvisational i could do whatever i want Mm. and i think it really um helps your ear a lot because you have to listen to all the different chord changes and it's it's challenging to fit your melody that you want in there and the songs are just so classic i mean i could listen to it all day Um, yeah, it's good. It's real good. I love the way you sing 90s pop, though, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, because it brings me back. Yeah. Mariah, you love Mariah. You got to sing Mariah this weekend. Mariah. It was so good. That was really fun. Endless love. You and Luther Vandross. I mean, well, it wasn't you and Luther Vandross. Yeah, but but he was like, really. But Remy was Luther and you were Mariah. I watched the video like nine times. I love it. It was, that was special. Yeah. I mean, Mariah's my girl. What's your favorite song of all time? I don't think, I don't have one. Oh, come on. You got to have like one. Like to perform? No, just in general. Favorite song? I really don't. Uh, okay. It would have to be Vision of Love, Mariah Carey. Mm. I've never performed it. Always wanted to. Should we do it? Oh, gosh. Should we just do it? I don't it? know if everyone likes that. That's like a, I mean, it's one of her number ones, but it's not very popular. It's a great song, though. Yeah. I, I actually listen to that before every single gig. I have a little like routine. Tell I, it. Walk us through the routine. So... You know, You're driving to the gig. I'm driving to the... This is actually before I drive. Oh. I do my makeup at home and okay. I listen to Mariah. It's called Mariah and Makeup Time. Okay. Do and you have a playlist for this or is it just... Yes. It's her number one album. Okay. Mariah and, then and Makeup Time. And when I'm done with that, I experience it all over again, but mm-hmm. driving to the gig and I only I normally play three songs. Vision of Love, Someday... And I still believe. Mm. And those are my three songs. I don't sing with the words. I then vocalize by flubbing. And then I get to the gig and I'm ready. And I've been doing it for many years. So do you flub the melody? Yep. Oh, that's what warms you up. Yeah. One of my warm ups. Yeah. It's one of my favorite ones. What are some of the other ones? I feel like they would make for great audio on this right now. Go ahead. Walk us through, Sammy. I just keep going and going and going and, and just, then I go backwards. I'm so happy you do this in your car. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you've you've driven with me before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, but not while I was singing. No. We should try that. Want to try? Yeah. Let's do it. Ready? <clears throat> oh. You, I want to do it I right now. I thought you meant you want to try. <laughs> Did I get it close? Uh, All right. I'll stick with the rapping. You're a great rapper. I love I, rapping. You're really good at it. Thanks. Yeah. I don't know why how I got that way. Well, I mean, we grew up with a lot of great rappers. Oh, the best. Yeah. yeah. At that time, like, well, every song had it and everything, you know? Yeah. 
That's good. What was your first concert? Oh my gosh, Rod Stewart. Really? Yeah. No, get out of town. Um, lawn seats at a... PNC? PNC. Nice. Uh-huh. I went to Chicago. So we both went to people... How old were you? Oh. Like child, child? Yeah. Yeah. 10, 9? Yeah, 10. I was 5 at Chicago. You were 10 at Rod Stewart. Like what? Yeah. And then, then it was Earth, Wind, and Fire. Nice. Then... Do you remember your first, like, the concert, like, you wanted to go to? Because it was like Spears. your... Oh, Britney. I saw Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. I did. I forget who opened up for her, but that was I remember. someone who LFO. Oh my gosh, you're right. You same tour? Must yes, have been. Must have been was, the same tour. Yeah, it was her the first big one yeah. like that we would know. LFO, uh, right? Oh my I God. like girls that way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was there. That was PNC too. Lawn seats. Mm-hmm. I just remember that being so exciting. Oh yeah, <sighs> the whole you experience. Know what, bringing I, snacks. You want to hear how creepy I was? What? I was like 12 when I went to go see her. 12 or 13. Mm. And I had like a huge crush on Britney. So we, I saw her in a stadium and our seats were nosebleeds. But the very last section of seats before they like black it out because you're behind the stage. Mm-hmm. So from where I was, when she would come off for costume changes, I could see behind the stage. <laughs> Creeper. And as a 13 year old, I was like, these are the greatest seats ever. This is perfect. <laughs> and I'll never forget. Oh my God. I wish I could find a picture of this. And you know, one probably exists. You ha- Oh, come on. I bought... A Britney Spears denim bucket hat. No, she would wear. That. She would wear, <laughs> yeah. rock that all the time. Straight too. up, it literally said Britney Spears, and I had the audacity as a human being to wear that around. Do you believe that? I can't what were the nineties? It was so epic. I'm uh, so happy we experienced it, though. Come right? on, pre-internet. These kids just don't know. Yeah. Let me pivot here. Speaking of kids, you mentioned that you're a music teacher. Yes. Talk us through that and let us uh, let the people know what you do. Yes. Uh, so I've been teaching elementary for nine years. Mm-hmm. I taught middle school for one year, all in the same district. Um, it's great. I It's an emotional roller coaster all day because I have little kids and mm-hmm. I have big kids and I have little kids. And you're doing everything from voice through yes, instruments, so- right? Yes, I teach the orchestra, fourth and fifth grade, mm-hmm. and then I have my glee club, and then I teach general music, so it's a lot. And then so, this year, I'm actually doing a few um, band instruments, which is... You haven't done that in a while, right? I haven't done that since my first year, so Carly only have to help me. What instruments do you play? I play. I started piano, so I play piano and mm-hmm. violin. I mean, I can play the ukulele. I play it every day at school, but I don't consider myself amazing. A, a ukist? Yeah, a ukist. <laughs> And I could play some chords on the guitar, but like, I feel like I'm one of those musicians. Like if I, you give me like three days and yeah. let me in the room, oh, like I could totally, I, I could totally play for like a gig. Yeah. But I just don't have the time. Yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> like Piano, I've, I use all the time too. I wish I was better. I wish I practiced more when I was younger. But I know. I just, I couldn't, I think. Did I you take formal folk, lessons? Yes. Till I was in college. Really? Yeah, because it helped so me get into stuff. Yeah, it helped me get into music school. Right. But it was just I couldn't focus on the lessons. And they and now looking back, they were only half hour. So now these days when I'm teaching kids, like I really have to think about that and be like, you know what? Let's have a brain break cuz I think if I was young, I wouldn't be able to do it either. Right, right. I don't know what it is, but And I you know, I hope for the people that it's coming through. Sammy is like super bubbly. Oh. And I am not. So oh. Wait, I'm going somewhere with this. We're going to run an experiment where uh, Sammy as a music teacher with elementary school children who come up to her and go, Mr. G, Mr. G. And she's like, I love my children. Sammy wants me to come in one day. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. I feel like we should record that. 
We should. Haze. Audio, right? Oh, just, audio, oh, just audio. Video or audio. Like, oh, Mr. So- Get away from me. You but know? Some, lately, I've been kind of like that. <laughs> really? It's because you've been hanging out with me. Yeah. There we go. It's going to be a great day. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. That's going to be hilarious. I'm thinking we could teach about, we could talk about Stevie Wonder because he was our composer of the month in this past month. Okay. So we could bring him up again. I could play a little Stevie. There we go. Or any other artist. I want to do fun things. All right. Rock See, band. where were you when I w- I had Mrs. Boyer? Yeah. And Mrs. Boyer would sing like this. Children, we're going to do that. And I'd be like, get away from me. <laughs> my bro- You know the story with my brother, right? Oh my he gosh. had her too. Did he ever tell yes. you this? And he sang, I have she, to go to the bathroom. No, she, yeah, she, he goes, hey, can I go to the bathroom? She goes, no, we're about to sing. And as like a fourth grader, he was like, well, I have to piss. I'm going to pee on you. Yeah, and then he ended up in the principal's office. Oh so gosh. it's all good. Let's recap, shall we? Yes. You're singing. You're bubbly. You're a yogi. You love mermaids. Musical. Wow. <laughs> musical. You remember up, it a lot. <laughs> musical upbringing. Uh, love and cityscape because we have each other's back and you bring us cookies, which is true. What else should we know about you? Like, what are your parting words that people should know about Ooh. Sammy G? No, I, I feel like everyone always asks me that, but I'm not very secretive. Like, I don't have like a secret thing. Right. But I guess for you guys to know about me. Um, <laughs> I don't have a secret. Thing. I don't. Like, I wish I had like something secret, like, yeah, secretive yeah. to be like, ooh, you don't know this about me. Well, you're a great cook. Thanks. You're a really good cook. I like eating at your house a lot. Thanks. I, I really want to be like, I secretly want to have one of my show, like cooking shows. Uh, a sh- wait, one of a, your cooking shows? What I do you want mean? to have a cooking show. Oh, you show. want to have a cooking yeah. show. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess that's something. Ever, I want to take cooking class. Never done that. Yeah. Just one. Not like an ongoing thing. Just like a go. I want to learn how to make gutsadal. Yeah. Get in there and like pull it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, with that, let- <laughs> <laughs> I hope I answered your question. I don't know. This Sammy, is will you play a little segment I like to call Quick Questions? Ah, okay. You got to be quick. You ready? <clears throat> Have you ever tried to do something you know you'd be really bad at? What was it? No, I, I stay away from things. I know what I'm not good at and I don't do it. This is a great question for you. On a scale of one to 10, how cool are you? 19. 19. <laughs> um, let's see. How long does it take you to get ready in the morning? Uh, 20 minutes. What supply in your house is running low? Mm, milk. What is the most interesting thing you have in your purse? Oh, uh, I would say like all my vocal stuff. I have a lot of throat coat and cough drops and like little like weird stuff like that. If that you were stranded on a tropical island, what two things would you want with you? Bread and balsamic vinegar. <laughs> I love that. It's a true Italian girl. Uh, what compliment do people give you the most? Um, you're so kind. Aww. Um, What have you done that you're most proud of? Mm. Quick question, Sammy. Know. It's supposed to be quick. I don't know. I don't know. How old were you when you had the worst haircut ever, and what style was it? Ew. Oh, I'm remembering. Fourth grade, I got the bangs, and I had glasses. <laughs> I think we need a we need a picture of it. It was a bad combination, and then I didn't know what moose was, so it was like it was like a triangle. I wish you could see what my hands are doing right now, but it was like this with the bangs, no moose, no nice curls, no straight hair, Sammy. It was weird. Love it. And finally, if you were getting married again today, what would your entertainment package look like? Today, definitely cityscape in the Park Avenue horns. Yeah, but see, that's what that's what I thought. Only I'm really getting married. We're gonna be at the wedding. Wait a minute, you would be at the wedding, so you can't have cityscape. Not you. Not okay, not Cityscape. So it would have to be one of our other bands. So you're going, you're doing a, a full band this time. Full band, but when you roll up 
I want a DJ outside like I had. Nice. And uh, sax and piano for cocktail. There you go. Sammy G, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. See you. Later. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at elegantmusicgroup.